All right, and welcome back to another episode of the Gratitude and Grit podcast hosted by Nick Prohaska and Brad Hokinson. Nick, how we doing? Great. How are you? Doing great. Good. We uh, finally got you back in the podcast studio. We're in the studio together. It's been a few weeks now. It's been a few weeks. Yes. And we kind of took a couple weeks off with July 4th holiday. Yep. And, and then uh, last week, again, took a week off. And yeah. then, uh, you have had some life changing events. Life has, <laughs> life yeah. has changed. Life has changed in a massive way and in the most amazing way. Yeah. We've got a baby boy in the house. So yeah. Ashley gave birth. Uh, the crazy thing is it happened on father's day. So, uh, which was just short of a month ago. He's three full three weeks old now. So, um, it's crazy. <laughs> And so what's the details of the, the baby's name? Yeah, so uh, baby boy, his name's Colin, uh, Colin Kalani. Um, we had gone back and forth on a handful of names. We didn't pick his name until, so he was born on Sun, Father's Day Sunday. We didn't settle on the name until Monday afternoon. We had a few names uh, to choose from, and that one just ended up kind of rising to the top, I suppose. Uh, his middle name, Kalani, we had picked uh, we knew that Ashley's heritage, uh, her father's Hawaiian, so Ashley's 50% Hawaiian. Kalani is a Hawaiian name. It's uh, also part of Ashley's middle name. Part of Ash- Ashley's middle name is Kealoha Lani. Um, so we kind of wanted this Kalani uh, to be in there. So um, so it just kind of bubbled up. But um, So healthy, 8 pounds, 6 ounces. Uh, it was 21 inches. Um yeah, we're three weeks into it, and we're figuring out the sim- the challenges and simplicities of an infant, like sleep and eating and uh, temperature and and gas and just basic life things. Yeah. But they're it, you know the fifty percent of the people that are listening to this are probably parents, and it's so you know these things. But the first time you're doing it, it's. Uh, it's cool because it's. I love to learn. Like part of my strengths and skill set is just learning. So right. I, I love having him around because I'm constantly learning. I'm learning more about Ashley. I'm learning how to communicate with her differently or better. And I'm obviously learning about another human being, my son, and learning just his ins and outs at this stage. So it's uh, crazy fulfilling. But as the parents that are listening know, it's challenging. You know, yeah. <laughs> it is so challenging. That's, all babies are the same in that regard. It's always challenging. Like they never sleep for eight hours. So, they, you know, it's two hours here, 30 minutes here. So, yeah. So we'll um, go ahead and earmark a podcast in about 10 years. We'll have a conversation about nature versus nurture. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, see how that goes. Seriously. <laughs> um, so what's been one of the biggest surprises that you've experienced to date? With him? Yep. Um, surprises with him? <sighs> Again, it's it's so simple, but the sensitivity to temperature. It's middle of the summer right now, and it's crazy hot outside. He loves being warm, and, and he gets grumpy when he's cold, um, and that really has come to light big time this week. I mean, when we came, brought him back to the house, we realized, like, man, this is probably too cold because we were cold, and um, but just learning, like he can't regulate his body temperature and his only way to communicate that I'm cold is to just cry and squirm and grunt, you know? So, um, dealing with temperature, like he's got to be swaddled, 
with, you know, he's wearing clothes, then a swaddle, then a blanket. We're like, I'd be sweating to death, but he's like happy as a clam. So it's been a challenge. It's been interesting, but it's like, it seems so simple. Like, of course they got to be warm. They've been at 98 degrees for the past nine months and it's 72 degrees in the house. They're, they're freezing, you know, but, um, simple, but that's, it's been a challenge to just figure it out or understand him. Like, Hey, I'm cold. I need to be warmed up. You know, so do you have that problem solved now? You think solved? Probably not. Uh, aware of it for sure. Aware of it. It's it, again the past few days. It's it's literally been like way better in the past few days. Just being like, okay, we're gonna try to put him to sleep. And it's you know there are times where it takes an hour to for this kid to fall asleep. It's like okay, well if I swaddle him in blanket again, maybe it'll only take thirty minutes. Which in the CrossFit world, if you shave off half the time, you're like, that's a PR. That's good yeah. stuff. You know? <laughs> so you have a whiteboard in the living room. Yeah. So I, I get pretty pumped when I can put him to sleep in less than, less than an hour. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, so what's been the biggest change to your life so far? The biggest change? Oh man. Um, <laughs> that's a good question. The sleep, you know, it, doesn't go without saying, but it goes like the, the sleep is challenging and I, I value sleep. Like it's, you know, it's such an important part of just life performance, whatever you want to say, but operating with suboptimal sleep is hard. Yep. Um, and then doing that consistently day in and day out. And, um, but then also communicating with Ashley, like she needs a nap and, and I need a nap and, and just being more communicative together about sleep. Um, cause it's, it's been a, that's been a challenge. Um, have I you don't. had any rough nights yet? Yeah. Some have been rough. Um, just, there's been a few rough ones recently. Like it, it's harder. They all blur together, <laughs> but, uh, the most recent nights have been fantastic. Dude sleeping like five hours at five hours and then another like two hour stint. So literally I wake up I'm like, well, that was easy, yeah. You know, but at some other other earlier nights, it was an hour and a half, and then an hour and a half, and he's like crying. It's not like wake up, eat. You know, sometimes it's wake up, and I don't even hear Ashley or him wake up because she f- notices him stirring, and she's awake, and she leaves a room for me to sleep, and I don't even notice it. But other times, it's been tough. You know, sitting in a chair or wandering the house rocking like your chair walking around your house <laughs> yeah it's crazy to just walk around your house in the silence of 2 a.m you're like what am i i don't know what to do right now <laughs> no, holding this kid yeah <laughs> i can't imagine all the figure eights i think i did in my living room just walking around and bouncing this damn baby bouncing around that's it i mean you it's fun though it's fun it's fun it's fun because it's just so unique like it's just such a amazing responsibility and the reward is in that responsibility. So yeah. that's why it makes it, that's why it's fun. Yep. So, uh, excited to get back to the gym. Yeah. Have you been working out much? Yeah, actually that's been a priority for me even. So I, I was, I didn't coach for a full week, almost like a week and a half after he was born. But, and again, Ashley's a rock star, and she encouraged me to get back into the gym and work out ASAP right away. So I, I was back in the gym the first week he was home and that almost feels like better than ever 
for personally, just my yeah. personal training, like I feel, I feel really good. I feel strong and fast and, you know, again, sleep and nutrition outside of that, like my workouts awesome right now. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask. Do you feel refreshed? And you just kind of answered it. Yeah. So, to some degree. I mean, I, the energy swings are, are big. Um, I've got energy in the morning and then it'll dip in the middle of the day and, you know, we're recording this. It's after it's evening now and worked out this afternoon. Ton of energy felt great. Like I, I literally felt peak and again, today's a Friday. So Fridays aren't usually, they're usually a low energy day and I feel amazing today somehow. <laughs> well, that's good. How often you've been working out four or five times a week? Yeah. Four days a week working out and then a day of, you know, one day will be like a mobility or recovery day. So, and then how much you've been coaching? Uh, normal. Uh, so you're back to normal coaching. Back, back to normal. Yeah. T- 12, 15 hours a week. Yeah. So back at it, back at it. Life is, life is busy. Yeah. So also kind of during that period of time, there's been a little bit of CrossFit controversy. Yeah, there has. In uh, the last few weeks. Yes. Um, so not, not talking about the specific issue or what mm-hmm. he said or didn't say, or, you know, all that drama that sure. kind of went around that whole event. But as an affiliate owner, what have you kind of made sense out of the last few weeks? Yeah. Um, so there's a new CEO of CrossFit. Um, the old CEO, um, his ship kind of sailed. Let's just say his ship sailed for whatever reasons. Greg Glassman, the founder and former CEO um, and former owner. So that's part of the story too. It's He not only resigned as CEO and re- turned over those reins, but he sold the company to the new CEO. So new owner, new CEO, single owner. It's not a public or investor group. It's one guy owns the entire brand, you know, 15, 14, 15,000 affiliates. Not that he owns us, but he owns, you know, the name. Um, so it's, it's kind of this, if you, if you look at it as a, from a business standpoint, Greg Glassman, the, the founder and the, the originator that, you know, some people would use the language like the genius behind building the business of CrossFit. Um, the way that I see it as an affiliate owner and as part of this organization is that he, he, it's his duty to pass the torch. It's time, you know, CrossFit's been around, you know, 20 or 15, 20 years ish, kind of underlying 20 years. And to take the company to the next level on a, from a business standpoint, maybe he doesn't have that, the right skill set to take the business to the next level. He's that the visionary, the entrepreneur that can build and create. And now someone with a different skill set needs to come in and take the, the company to the next place. Um, so that's, that's how I see it just from a business standpoint, from an affiliate standpoint, um, you know, the, to understand what an affiliate is really is we have complete autonomy when it comes to what we do at KCI CrossFit. Not a lot of people might know that CrossFit HQ gives us literally zero direction, suggestion, or, or I dare say resources, but they do provide a ton of resources and content, but it is not a franchise whatsoever. Franchises are like, here's the playbook, execute it. Right. There, there is zero playbook from HQ. I, I like an HQ to more of like legal support. If we needed legal support, we would call CrossFit HQ. So we have complete autonomy, which is the genius of Greg Glassman to say, hey, KCI CrossFit, Nick, Christine, you guys can run your business. And the 
the cream will rise to the top and the, and the best will stay in business. And it's, that's capitalism. Um, so it, the, the company, the, the, the way that CrossFit is set up is set up, I believe, for a long-term success because of that. Because it doesn't take direction from a headquarters, a corporate headquarters. We take direction. We, we provide the direction. Um, Did you receive any communication from CrossFit HQ as an affiliate over like the last three weeks? Uh, Other than like the social media, like Eric Rosa posted, hey, email me if you have any questions or, I think, you know, um, but did it like, was there ever an email that came to you as Nick at KCI CrossFit.com? Yeah. It's like, Hey, we're the new owner or we're the new leadership. Yes. Um, there were, I believe two emails over the course of a few weeks where it was Glassman resigned, stepped down. Dave Casher was interim CEO. And then the second one was essentially the very similar verbiage that was out on social media, um, from, HQ saying, Hey, here's the new CEO, new owner. Um, there was another one, uh, just more of like an encouraging and like, Hey, we're, we're really working behind the scenes from HQ because there's the other roles and, and capacities of HQ. They said, Hey, we're not only is there a new lead, you know, CEO, but, but we as the body of HQ are also committed to stepping up our game, improving what we can offer as support for the affiliates. Um, so there was another one that came out from them as well. So a couple, but not overly communicative. No, I mean, then that's kind of been a, a downside of, and they would admit that, that HQ hasn't communicated much or very well to the affiliates because of the way that Glassman set up the company saying, Hey, the affiliates are there to do the business. Like HQ is just here like, hey, call us if you need us sort of a thing, not we're going to give you and communicate with you. So I think that's a, a change that's going to be happening where there'll be more communication. Yeah, so that kind of leads into the next question. So are you more excited today than you were, say, five weeks ago? Yeah. Or were you happy with kind of the way it was before? Um, I wouldn't say I'm more or less excited. I I understand the changes and I understand why they're happening. Um, what Christine and I had to ask ourselves the question, do we want to still be affiliated, associated with CrossFit, the brand? And we said, yes, absolutely. Regardless of the leader, of regardless of the CEO, because we have that autonomy. We build you know, CrossFit for you and for everybody listening that goes into the gym. It's like CrossFit is your experience at KCI CrossFit. It's not this global brand. Um, so I'm, I'm, ex I'm excited in the fact that I think there will be good change and growth to come from a corporate level. Um, Jason Kalipa uses the language rise the tides. I, I think the good gyms will get, I, I think the good gyms will get better and the better gyms will bring help bring up average and good gyms. Um, and, and I think that the company will grow. I, personally, I want more CrossFit gyms in Kansas City. Recently, there's been a handful in the past year, I can think of at least three that have closed. And that's not good. Like, that's just not good. Like, we need more CrossFit gyms, more people flying the flag. So I think 
given the right timeline, I think that that will improve or, or the brand will strengthen, re-strengthen, I guess, or gain more momentum in a positive way. Yeah, I'd, obviously I'm late to the kind of the CrossFit party and I'd say it, it almost kind of like reminds me a little bit of like, you know, punk rock or something like that where it's cool to not be cool, you know, type of thing. Oh, yeah. Um, but I would see that Eric kind of changing that and say, okay, let's go big and let's yeah. make it cool to be CrossFit, which would be maybe frustrating to the old the old guard, yes. you know, to say, hey, it's it's cool to not be cool, you know, that type of thing. And I thought, I Greg, that. you know, I've watched a little bit of Greg on YouTube and, you know, he always does his little classes and he'll, yeah. you know, I think he's, he likes to argue, right? And he's very combative. Yeah. But like, I always think back to, he was on 60 Minutes maybe a few years ago, I think even before I started doing CrossFit. Mm -hmm. I remember that. And he could have done a really good job to sell CrossFit and made it very enticing. Yes. But instead it was always like the touch of, I have an attitude problem and right. I'm here to argue about it. Yep. And I think that's where now I think it's ready to maybe change gears a little bit. And mm -hmm. they, they made it more of a, a brand yeah. and, you know, a movement or something like that. And that's and a good really way to supported put it. it. Then I, I definitely agree with your comment about the franchise. You know, you know, you don't, you don't want to be a Chick-fil-A, right? And, no. But, uh, they could do a lot to really help you guys. Totally. Um, yeah. And I think that's hopefully the one change that would come out of it. I agree. And that's a, that's a great way to put it and think about it. Yeah. Glassman, I mean, again, he's the founder and that he's the, the genius, the creative, the visionary behind what we do and, and how to structure our business. But, um, yeah, he hasn't had the, the polish or the, the, the salesmanship, if you will, to sell it to grandma and to, you know, mom and, you know, everybody else. He's, yeah. He's combative. It almost, it almost, <laughs> you know, here in the last two years, it's almost like he's almost wanted to downplay it even more with like trying to minimize the games and fire all the PR people. It's like, if anything, he's almost trying to like suppress it, you know? Yeah. Which I don't think that helps you as an affiliate owner. No, no. I, I see his stance. I, I can, I get it. Maybe I don't, I, I don't have enough information to either agree or disagree, but I see where he, where the, the move and the direction was to kind of minimize the games and divest that and um and focus on the media the content that they were putting out was really geared towards seniors frankly um you know the older population and so i understand it again i don't have enough information to agree or disagree but i but i see where he was trying to what he was trying to do with it um but no i think you know again new leadership and a new direction i think the the idea of bringing appeal to it and and, and selling it as a, a like this is an elegant solution to a lot of health problems you know like what we do and what we believe and how we believe we live you know with the way we train the way we eat the way we sleep yeah so on uh Ben Bergeron's podcast this week he talked a little bit about uh one of the things that he would like to see that he talked to Eric Rose about was changing the metric and stop talking about the number of affiliates, but talking about the number of CrossFitters or the mm -hmm. number of athletes. Yeah. And the real emphasis should be to grow mm -hmm. the the sport or grow yep. the methodology, you know, and they he threw out a number of, you know, hundred million people. Yep. So something along those lines, would something like that help increase the traffic for you as an affiliate? Or could they do something that would really help 
increase the traffic, you think? Um, I don't know what. I don't know what the, the strategy, the, the marketing strategy or advertising strategy would be. But yes, I think HQ can play and probably will play a larger part in national and global media and presence and like try to get the name and of CrossFit out there to the, the public. Um, yeah. And Ben's right. I mean, the, the focus has been on the affiliate, which is good, but you know, to, to serve the mission of CrossFit and what we, you know, what we are trying to do. Um, yes, the metric, the goal is to serve more people. Uh, in, in whatever capacity that is, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean that my goal is to own a gym that, that serves 10,000 people in Kansas city. But again, I think the, the more CrossFit gyms in Kansas city, the better, you know, it's, is it competition? Yes, maybe, but not really. Like if, if the brand is that popular, like it's, yeah, it's it a good goes thing. back to your analogy of rising tide, rise the tide. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a CVS on every corner, right? Like, does one CVS compete with the other? I doubt. I mean, they, I, you know, they think about that, but not really when, when it all boils out. So, yeah, it, uh, yeah bring more in, rise the tide. Um, it's, it's a good thing. Yeah, I would think in kind of going into, I want to just talk briefly kind of about the CrossFit Games and maybe the changing of that. But I do think that it would be very beneficial if they would find a way to advertise CrossFit. Yeah. And if you think of, you know, Matt Frazier or, mm-hmm. you know, Tia being on commercials talking about CrossFit and, you know, pimping the latest shoe or something, some gear or whatever. Yeah. But I think that would start to have an effect, I you think know, so. of getting people up. It would start, you know, again, making CrossFit a little bit more mainstream. Yep. You know, if you started really um, highlighting the games and the open and all the other stuff instead of always having to watch them on YouTube, mm-hmm. you know, I think that would be a great way to really get people excited about the sport. Totally. Yeah. I mean, any national or international brand, you know, think of like Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola advertises everywhere and anywhere, you know, the Super Bowl, like whatever, but Coca-Cola doesn't care where you buy the Coke, just that you buy it. So if, you know, taking that in a theory, like, man, if, if HQ could and, whatever capacity help the affiliates promote the brand people will just tend to seek out where can i get crossfit that the, they'll do the research you know they don't need to highlight casey you know i don't need national media attention i just need more just people want the awareness to, to be more on CrossFit. Awareness. yeah i mean it, it's surprising still uh, maybe it's not surprising but man we could walk the neighborhood knocking on doors and just do a survey like have you heard of crossfit right and i would almost bet that you know probably 50 percent or more probably have no clue or they've like oh yeah i think i've heard of that somebody somebody said something right. about you know burpees or something like <laughs> but they would all know like planet fitness but they would all know planet fitness and they would all know you know i, I don't know what what other brands but yeah they'd all know planet fitness and they all know 24-hour fitness um so think there's a lot of growth that can come from the direction that HQ is is hopefully going to bring without infringing or stepping on our toes right they, I believe I don't believe that that'll change I, I, they're gonna give us just complete autonomy still 
they don't want to, you know, open up the drawers and, and see what business we're doing. They just want to, the, the mission is to grow the brand, you know, and grow how many people yeah. we can impact. Well, they, they set it up a way to begin with or they have no financial stake in your company. So why would Correct. they want to try and grow your individual? Yeah, it literally would be. Exactly. They have no financial reason to come mess around. You know. But again, they, you know, if they say now they have 10 million people doing CrossFit, well, if all of a sudden it went to 40 million people doing CrossFit, mm-hmm. that would be a good thing. Absolutely. And then it would give them more resources to do a lot of the stuff that they want to do. Exactly. And, and I don't know. I, I know a lot of people are maybe not in the favor of the games, but I would like to see the games be more, you know, highlighted and bigger mm-hmm. and have it be a bigger deal yeah. um, to really take it to the next level. I think that would be a pretty awesome experience. I think so too. I, yeah. I mean, the games, as long as you look at the games from the right lens, they're an amazing, it's an amazing thing. Like it's, it's entertainment. Like it, it, it's not what we're doing inside of the walls of KCI and then 99% of the affiliates, but it, it highlights the top one or half of a percent of the people. And, and it's entertaining and it's awesome and it's inspiring um, for people that are in CrossFit. And I hope it has that same impact. You know, if we took random, you know, random mom neighbor and said, Hey, look at this. I hope she would be inspired by strong, like powerful, confident women. Yeah. Do you know, because the games has always, or at least, you know, since it's come into a media light, always been, um, what do I want to say? Gender neutral, equal, like they've, they highlight the women just, just as, as much, much. as yeah. the men. Yeah. Um, and honestly, like the women are, it's more impressive more right. majority of the time to it's, watch the women. It's one of the few sports that actually has done a very good job of having the men and the women, Right there, you know, exactly as equals. You know, golf does golf tries a lot, but mm-hmm. the PGA is completely different than the LPGA. Yeah. It was like not that, even close. Not even close. Now in, in CrossFit, you have the men compete, the women compete, mm-hmm. and you're watching the same event regardless. Yeah, I, I think and tennis so, probably does a good job of that. I'm not in the tennis circle, but you know, you see tennis as you know, you see male and female. So, yes, I, I'd like to see the games succeed, and I'd like to see them do really well again i get it's a if the games are thriving i feel like that can only help the brand of crossfit and therefore the mission of crossfit right and 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 that's really what it's all about you know the games are just another way to serve the mission of bringing that awareness and bringing this lifestyle of health and fitness and community together so, yeah, I hope whatever changes need to happen again, I don't have enough information. That's not my wheelhouse, but build the games yeah, as as best as they can be. Cool. Well, I guess it'll be to be continued and we'll see. Yeah. I think Eric has done a lot of really cool things just on social media standpoint and obviously just being accountable from yeah. day one. Mm-hmm. I've listened to a couple of interviews with them and it seems... I feel like I should drink it from a fire hose right now. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I yeah. don't know, but, uh, but yeah, I think it'll be exciting. It'll be exciting to see. Yeah, I totally, uh, I, I think it's exciting. Um, yeah. it could have definitely played a completely different way. Sure. You know, then having a couple other people own it or not. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it 
maybe could have gone a really bad way or he could have, Gray could have never sold it True. and just ran the thing into the ground, Yep. which he wasn't on a very good path. So yeah, it was a smart move to kind of get in and get out and get this thing done. It was. Yeah. I mean, and he's got, you know, we can kind of, you know, end it here, but it, yeah, Glassman had, I believe he had the awareness of like, he has taken the ship as far as it needs to go. And let's bring a new captain in. I, you know, even though he's crass and he's bold and he's combative, he's got some humility. Um, and if he knows, hey, my time is up, let's bring the right person in, which, uh, again, it could have gone a, a few different ways. Um, and I think this is probably the best way for it to go. I mean, just a, a high caliber individual yeah. own, owning the company and you know steering the ship, I think, is a really good thing. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I guess we'll we'll watch it. We'll see what happens. See what happens. And we'll report back, right? Business as usual at KCI, and that's that's for sure, though. All right. Thanks. Yep. See ya.